0: You are definitely on mute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're just going for gold today, Rummy. Hey, everyone. I'm Nikki, and welcome to the Wildly Being Podcast, a space where inspiration and connection meet, where we drop the veil, feel the feels, and talk about this journey we call life. Whether it's travel, lifestyle, self-care, relationships, what's happening on our planet, and everything in between, we'll navigate it all one conversation at a time. Thanks for being here. This is for the Wild Ones. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks again for joining me. Today, I have my very special friend, Rummy Kalon, joining me. Rummy is an actress and filmmaker based in Vancouver. She has graced our TV screens on shows such as Supernatural, Van Helsing, and Signs Sealed and Delivered, to only name a few. She wrote the pulse-dropping short film, Odd Girl, which has amassed over 250,000 views on YouTube and has won awards for Best Screenplay and Best Thriller. Rummy and I go way back, and I am so stoked to bring you this conversation. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Remy. Thanks. Thanks
0: for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me, Nikki. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a, it's been a good day so far. Busy oh. day. Good yeah? day. Yeah.
1: It's Friday, so that's always a good thing. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I start off every episode that I do on the podcast just by asking you to tell us a bit more about yourself, who you are, where you're from, what you do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Rami Colon. I'm an actress and a filmmaker. I've been acting in Vancouver for about 10 years, doing some TV shows and some movies, independent films. I'm um, doing theater as well. Hopefully we'll be back into that when the pandemic has slowed down. Um, and then also, I make films. So uh, I recently have a short horror film on Alter right now on YouTube. So if anyone listening wants to check it out, just Google Alter, Google Odd Girl, and it'll come on. Um, and besides that, I like to imagine that I have a dog, and that's what I've been doing in my free time, just <laughs> <laughs> getting ready for a puppy. Are you really? Yeah
1: okay we'll have to talk more about that later Mm -hmm. um so kind of going back a little bit what in the beginning like what drew you into acting like did you grow up thinking you're going to be an actor or was that something that you kind
0: of just came into I did actually I did grow up thinking I wanted to be an actor um I wanted to be an actor when I was in kindergarten so when I was five years old um and then was one of those naughty kids in high school that was like oh actors they're they're so weird look at these people doing a play while secretly wanting to be in that play um annie annie that was the one and just being blown away by it
1: oh, such a good so one good
0: um and the kids in my school actually did a really really good job and then it wasn't until i was 12 that i was like okay this is what i wanted to do and then went into all of the theater programs in my high school Um, And then went to some acting schools when I graduated, which is where I met you.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's uh, that's our little origin story. I've got a similar story to you where... I grew up in a smaller town, and there was nothing for performing artists um, until I got to high school, and there's musical theater, and I got the role of Rizzo in Grease, and that was like the highlight of my whole life. So from then, I think that really sparked um, sparked it for me. But yes, I have known you now for. 11 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wow. And I can't believe it's been 11 years. <laughs> it feels like yesterday sometimes. And then sometimes it does feel like 11 years. Um, but yes, we met each other in a full time acting program. I had been in Vancouver for about a year and decided to take the plunge. And we had one of the best classes ever. And it will memories I'll never forget. So it's been a long haul, and you're a good egg. So yeah. Kind of getting back into acting though, just because a lot of people are curious about acting and they, I remember when I was growing up looking at actors on TV and I'm like, that's got to be the easiest job ever. Mm. Like all they have to do is just like go on and just like play and which it is. It's, there's, there's a level of play, but it's, it's a lot more than that. Mm. And I'm just wondering if you maybe could share a little bit of your process for preparing for a role.
0: Sure. Um, you know, I love that you actually say that because I think we also get sidetracked in this industry and, and it is really hard. And then people try to think of why, why is it hard? It must be that the actor must do more and work harder. And sometimes that's just not it. You know, there's so many actors. There's one person calling all the shots. That's right. and, and yeah, and it is really good to remember that you can play and you can have a good time. I think we get drilled in that you have to work so, so, so hard but actors that work that hard aren't really being human. Um, so there's there's a fine balance. I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm just saying don't overstress yourself to the point where it becomes a burden and not a joy. Um, so that's when I am preparing for a role, I, I, have like a, I have a set of technical hard work things that I like to do. I like to think of the background. I like to think of the scene work. Um, things like that. I'm really enjoying Uta Hagen's book right now, so I'm using some of her things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then the other half of that is to follow my own joy. What what do I want to do with this character? And sometimes it could be like, oh, this character likes pizza. I'm going to go out and eat pizza as this character. Um a little bit method, um not to the point of Jared Leto, but um (laughs) love that guy though. (laughs) That
1: would have been my next question. Are you method? But no, he really takes it, takes it far for sure.
0: Love that guy, but personally I'm I'm someone that takes like little little tids and bits of everyone's processes really and, and tries to make it my own and, and follow where my joy is and follow what I wanna do. Cause I think the minute that I start doing what I think I should do versus what I wanna do to prepare for the character is is when it when it goes bad.
1: Very true. And I think a lot of people don't realize that when we take, well, I can say we, because I, at one point I was taking lots of classes. I have taken a lot of training, but one thing people don't realize is all the exercises that you have to do that you can do in a class that can help you prepare for a role. So that's even like going into the background of your character and creating that background and then doing private moments or running parallels to something personal in your life to kind of get to that emotional level. It's hard work. Like, yeah. And I love what you said about finding your joy and not letting it be a burden because it is taxing. Like it it can be quite emotionally draining to step into the role of a character. But I think that um, there's just a lot more than people think there is that goes yeah. into it. It's not just like you got a script and it's like, yay.
0: <laughs> there's yeah, like, yeah. And the people that can do that, the people that can get a script and and nail it, like they probably have 20 years of acting in their background. So it's not like they just stepped out of bed, got that script and did it. That might be what it looks like. But what we're not seeing is the 10 to 20 years of learning these acting exercises, trying, failing, blah, 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 all of that. And then finally getting to the point where you can pick up a script and go, hey, I got this. Mm -hmm. It takes work.
1: So you've, you've been on shows like just to name a few, like you've been on Supernatural, Van Helsing, Signed, Sealed, Delivered, Plus, 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 like you've got a lot of IMDB credits. What can you share a bit about your first time or just a, an experience that you remember fondly about being on set? Like what kind of surprised you about being on set? Was it everything you thought it was going to be or was it completely different or what, like, was there a shining moment about being on set that really said, I'm here, I've booked a role? <sighs>
0: Yeah, so many times. Um, I'm just gonna speak briefly about just meeting friends on set and then really just getting to know each other and sharing a hotel um, together. And, you know, like that part is always so beautiful because you do make lifelong friends. But the thing that I want to talk about is that um, earlier this year, I had the pleasure of doing a movie opposite Peter Dinklage um and it was (laughs) it was such an incredible experience and I was definitely nervous um and I didn't know what it would be like to work with this huge star and and his words of wisdom were basically just you know what if you want to do it do it do whatever you want trust yourself and it was so chill and so humble um and, and so validating he was so validating of all of our choices and and it just made me realize that, you know, being on set and acting, it's not a horror story. Like this is horror, not horror story, <laughs> horror story. Yeah. Um, like, like people are on your side and they want you to do well. And and these, and these celebrities like Peter Dinklage that get um, so much respect for what they do, it's because they're also a really good person and they really believe in everyone. I mean, I was... I thought I was a nobody there and he made me feel like I was somebody. So I think just that experience of, of trusting yourself um, and knowing that, that I belong, just knowing that you belong. Cause when you're getting rejected 50 times a month, sometimes you feel like you don't belong, but. but That's just- another thing
1: people, you know, there's a whole process behind like auditioning and, rejection is a big part of that. Um, And it's something that I'll fully admit that I was never really able to fully recover from. And it takes a really thick skin. And I think I've got thick skin in other areas for certain, like other certain things, but that, you know, that you will really have to kind of find your ground in that and, and ground yourself within knowing that, one no is maybe one step closer to a yes. And it's the perseverance behind like the passion of your craft and like how much you want it and how much you love doing what you do. Um, and I, I fully have so much respect for actors and actresses that just consistently, you know, stand up in the struggle. I think that's, you know, because it's where everything's kind of coming at you at all times. So um, kind of walks me into my next question, which you kind of already touched on, but what do you think is one perception that people have, about actors that is false?
0: Mm, that we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a huge perception that actors are stupid. Um, it's not true. <laughs> Personally, I mean, I have a degree in psychology and history. So I mean, it's just not true. And all of the people that I know are incredibly smart. Some of them have university backgrounds as well. Um, and And the way that we measure intelligence is also a bit one-sided. And it kind of has to do with the Western educational system, and that's just not um, real. That's not what true intelligence is. And I think actors have such a beautiful emotional intelligence that often just gets ignored. Because we are constantly called on to to, um, act without thinking, act with our impulses. And, And people forget that there's intelligence in that. There's intelligence in knowing what your body wants to do and what you want to say. So yeah, that's the one misconception that I, I don't like.
1: Yeah. And I think that would be a good one because I know that people don't realize that it takes also a high level of sensitivity to be an actor. And I don't think that really translates to a lot of people and everyone's on different levels in life. And some people, you know, feel things a bit more deeply and some don't. And, you know, it's just, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people say, especially when actors get involved in political stuff, you know, that's not your place. Um, you shouldn't be talking about that. You know, nothing about it. Um, so we're all humans at the end of the day. Um, it doesn't matter what profession we have we all have something to say um so that was really interesting I wanted to get your feedback on that so moving into this fantastic short film that you wrote odd girl which I'm very proud of you um I've seen this but you both wrote and directed it it's a it's like you said it's an award-winning film and it's amassed like over 250,000 views on YouTube probably still counting um how did you get started in this process and where did that idea come from? Where did that story come from?
0: Um, so I guess I always wanted to make a short film or direct something. Um, and it got started. A friend of mine had this script competition and he asked me to submit it with him. Cause he's a writer. But um, when the deadline came, he got really busy. So it, I just ended up writing this thing in a couple days and it ended up doing really, really well at this festival. So um After that, I was kind of like, okay, I should pursue this, which I did. But the story itself came from writing what I know. Um, the writer friend and I both went to high school together, so we just decided to write about high school. Um, and I think that that process is something that I'm going to be taking with me to a lot of other scripts. Um, all of the relationships that I build and the feelings I want to write what I know or write something that I can um, really empathize with. So, yeah that whole process
1: of, yeah, that's, I, yeah, that, that's gotten, it's gotten such incredible reviews. I was looking on even just IMDb earlier and it's, I'm just really proud. You've done a lot of work with that. And so your cast and your crew, they've done a fantastic job on that. So being an actor and then kind of moving into directing and, and writing, I mean, I know that I've written one screenplay in my life, but it was quite a process. And shorts can be quite intricate as well when you're writing a short. Directing, sorry. What do you love about directing versus when you're acting? What is like a sole difference between the two and what, what do you like, what do you love about it?
0: I think the sole difference is control. When you're directing, you are in control of everything. You're in control of the technical aspects. You're in control of the artistic aspects, there's really not any moment where you're going, oh, this is cool, let's go with the flow. You might do that sometimes, but most of the time it's like, I want to stick to the script, I have a story to tell, I have the vision, I want to stick to the vision. When you're acting, you can let go of that control. You can go with your scene partner and have the scene take you somewhere that you never planned. So there's a lot of planning and directing that has like a little room for leeway. And then for acting, I think that there's, I think there's a lot more leeway. So it's a lot more fun artistically, but with directing, it's a lot more, it's it's also fun because you get, you you get to be the boss and you get so much more um, leadership. With that,
1: yeah. And it's like a bird's eye view of the other side as well. Like, cause when you're acting, you're not looking, you're not wondering what the director's looking at through the lens or what he's talking to his first AD and stuff like that, or he or she or whoever. Um, but so you, you've been really busy. I've known you for a long time and you've done a lot of different things. And like, while you're acting, while you're directing, while you're writing, you're working at one point you're going to university, mm-hmm. you're auditioning like a lot. Um, what, how do you navigate the balance between all that in regards to your own mental health?
0: You know, that's something that I have been pretty neglectful of, uh, and, and that's something that I definitely want to do better of moving forward. Um, I am someone that does like to be busy and does like to work a lot, but I have noticed that I do need at least one day off, even half a day. So what I'll do is once a week, I'll just put all the work away, no matter how much I want to do it, and I'll leave my house. Because if I'm home, my computer's there and the work is always, always there. Um, and, and that's not something that I'm perfect at. And it's something that I've struggled with for a while to put things down and smell the roses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just something that I have to actively remember that um, that my time and and my need and want to do nothing is not less important than my need to work. And uh, that's something that I, I try to remember and put myself first.
1: I read this meme the other day that said... When someone, when your friends ask you what you're doing and you say nothing, I'm doing nothing, like absolutely nothing. Even if I just sit on my couch and do nothing and stare at the wall, because sometimes people perceive that as, oh, you're free. Mm -hmm. Do you want to hang out? Um, I found over the last couple of years, like protecting my energy at all costs sometimes is like first and foremost. And, you know, especially with recently, um, you know, Simone Biles coming out and just taking a stand for her own mental health. I think that's, it's, it's just really protecting your energy is number one. So, but you've worked with a lot of people and you've done a lot of roles. Who would you love to work with? Do you have kind of like a list or do you have someone that you've always just wanted to like, it would be like killer to share a scene with?
0: Yeah, I have. I definitely, I think about this all the time. I wouldn't say that I have a list, like a bucket list per se, um, but there's a few people like I'd love to work with Margot Robbie. I think she's incredible. hmm um Viola Davis I mean I would probably just watch Viola Davis act because I would just be like I cannot compare to her (laughs) (laughs) um and then I've always like I watched Vampire Diaries growing up you know I would love to represent Nina Dobrev like she's just a boss so yeah there's a lot of a lot of actors that are that I admire and and some friends as well I mean I'd love to do a movie with you Nikki Oh, that would be, Uh, I would
1: pull myself out of retirement, like I retired from something crazy, but I would pull myself out of hiatus to come and out to, to even grace the screen with you, Remy. That would be amazing. And Ella would be, Mm -hmm. Ella would be great as well. She's on set today. So you guys are working, working bosses. Yeah. Um, so what are you working on right now? What's next for you?
0: Great. So I'm actually doing a film next month or yeah, next month, because it's not August yet. Uh, I'm doing um, a supporting role on a feature and, and I have, I'm, it's a really sad role. I, I play mm. the deceased wife, um, Oh geez. one of the main, main character um kind of struggling with my words because I don't know how much I'm allowed to say no that's okay
1: that's okay you've said enough um I'll keep tabs and and keep watch for that um but that's definitely I think a newer kind of a role for you though kind of dabbling a little bit more into like a heavier emotional depth like everything's kind of emotional but this this is going to be probably a, a really big project for you to kind of tap into
0: Yeah, Yeah. definitely. There's definitely um, a really big scene where, you know, everything kind of comes to a head. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm the one that shows what that means. So definitely a a big moment. Um, But I wouldn't say that that's, that's one of my first, I feel like when I was younger, I would get, I would get the emotionally dramatic roles all the time. And then, yeah, that's true, doing a lot more comedy. So yeah, it's definitely like, a just a different class. level maybe as
1: as you progress in your career it kind of changes but definitely, that's awesome yeah. that's awesome congratulations i'm definitely going to be looking out for that and i'll watch for your posts and stuff like that well my love i ask this question to everyone that i have on my podcast and it doesn't change so i just want to know what makes you feel inspired or like your best self
0: that's such a great question what makes me feel inspired or like my best self i think it depends there's nothing, there's no one thing. It's honestly following what I want to do in the moment. And, and I mean this in a way where I'll actually stop and I'll ask myself out loud, what do you want? How do you feel? What's going on? So I have moments like one to six times a day where I actually check in with myself. Um,
1: so important. Question,
0: but Yeah. No, that's okay. That's so
1: important. Yeah. Like that's yeah. one thing I forget to do consistently. Sometimes I even forget to take a solid breath. Like I've really been actively trying to sit in a more grounded presence and like be a bit more mindful about what I'm doing. Because sometimes I'll be sitting here and I'll be like, oh, like, and it's like the yeah. most, yeah, it's just the most intense breath I've ever taken. But no, you you really answered the question. I mean, it's really what, what makes you, it's what makes you inspired to feel like your best yeah. self. And if yeah, checking yeah. in with yourself, that's, that's definitely.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah, I'll kind of talk to myself in like the third person sometimes where I'll be like the mother me. I'll like mother myself and be like, oh, okay, you're feeling really anxious right now. What's going on? What do you need from me? Do you need a break? Okay, we'll take a break. Like it's, I'll do things like that to myself, um, which might be super weird for someone else to hear, but it works every time.
1: That's your process. And I think I sometimes I just don't think we do enough of that, really, because being lost in your mind and your head sometimes can be like the ultimate never ending abyss. And if you're not checking in with yourself, then where are you really? Mm -hmm. So definitely. Where can people find you online? Plug your socials.
0: All right. So um, you can go to my Instagram and my Twitter. It's just at R-A-M-I-K-A-H-L-O-N. Okay. Um, and then, if you want to follow me on TikTok, I don't of post. Of
1: course, going to follow you on the TikToks. Um, I already did.
0: I, I know. I saw that today. <laughs> I haven't used it yet, but I am. I'm pl- in the back of my head. I'm planning to. Um, it's Mimi M I M I K H L O N, which is my nickname.
1: I noticed that. <laughs> I was like, "Is that an error?" But then I rem- I have heard that before. Yeah. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you i'm really proud of you you have you you inspire me all the time you work so hard and i am always like waiting with bated breath to see what you're going to come out with next Aww. so i will definitely um, link your is there a place to link your film can i pl- can yeah. i link the altar platform yeah. like i'll find the link and well, i can link yeah that? there's
0: a youtube link um it's oh. in my box perfect
1: okay I will get all that and I'll link it in the show notes yeah. so everyone can find it because definitely people need to watch that but yeah thank you so much for taking time out of your Friday to chat with me
0: yeah it was so much fun and I'm so proud of you and everything that you've done I remember when we were talking about it in Bali and now here it is
1: <laughs> oh Bali that was oh, a Bali. that was definitely a trip we can actually say that we have traveled internationally together that's always mm-hmm. uh very, very good memories. Thank you so much. And we'll probably chat soon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, of course. Okay. Have, have a lovely weekend. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, please see the show notes or find us on Instagram at wildlybeingpod. If you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, I would love it if you could share it. Simply screenshot it in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Lastly, if you feel called to do so, I would love your support. If you could take a moment and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be forever grateful. I'll see you next time.